At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome in to My Guys in the Desert. I'm Danielle Avari here at the VEASAN studio inside the South Point Sportsbook. Today with me on the desk, we have Wes Reynolds as well. Subbing in uh, today for Matt Humans, of course, who will be on Follow the Money all week long. Uh, and tomorrow, Wes and I on Lombardi line, I believe, as well. So we're just all over the place. You can't miss us. We have some great guests coming up as well. We'll have Johnny Avello from DraftKings joining us in a few short minutes. And also this hour, we'll get to hear from Greg Wyshynski, ESPN senior NHL writer. But first things first, some NBA. NBA news last night or more of an injury update Joel Embiid we saw him go down right knee injury after a hard fall last night knocked him out of the team's game for loss to the Wizards final score on that 122 to 114 Sixers head coach Doc Rivers said Embiid would have an MRI on Tuesday so today was uncertain if he would be able to play in Wednesday tomorrow's game five in Philly the Sixers are still three to one in the series. Wes, how big of an impact do you think this is going to have for the Sixers team? Well, long term, it certainly will have a big impact. We don't know what the results are going to be, but you could kind of see and obviously the Wizards were going to rally around the family to try to avoid getting swept, but you can see without him that as he goes, this team is going to go. Mm -hmm. And I think if it's an extended amount of time, I don't think that they're going to lose this series, but this is a team I have at 5-1 to one to win the Eastern Conference. And Obviously, you need him healthier because I just don't think that Simmons is a guy that can really carry the load offensively, at least right. game to game to game. So 
Hopefully he comes back. That's always been his problem in terms of staying healthy. Now, I think the load management in the NBA can kind of get a little bit borderline ridiculous. But with Embiid, he's obviously had some knee issues and some foot issues. So they have to essentially rest him on back-to-back to keep him healthy for the playoffs where the, conduce- the schedule is more conducive, I think, to uh, having him rest and not having to go back-to-back. So... We'll wait on the results of the MRI. I don't mm-hmm. think that this is going to be enough to have the Wizards be able to win four straight and be able to upset them in the series. But hopefully he comes back. Uh, the poor guy just can't stay healthy. Yeah, Danny Green did say that they can win a game without him, but to be the last team standing in the East, they're going to need him back. And also Ben Simmons said that they just were not moving the ball around well after Joel left the game. So if you take a look at the updated Eastern Conference futures, uh, you can kind of see here the Nets are still the favorite at minus 125, Bucks plus 250, Sixers sitting at plus 375, and then Hawks all the way down at 17 to 1. So not necessarily a huge jump from the number that I know you said you have four to one or five to one, five to one. And just now it just came across the board here. He is downgraded to doubtful for tomorrow's game. So, you know, maybe they're just maybe discretion being the better part of valor here. And they're just not going to take any chances, but we will await the results, but doesn't look like he is going to be going tomorrow. Absolutely. But I do think you're right that the Sixers will still be able to pull out the series. It's just the question of how many games is this actually going to get brought to also going on on Sunday, Wes, we didn't get to talk to you about this yet. The VGK and Avalanche had their first game in the NHL playoffs. Game two is tomorrow. The Avalanche lead the series one to zero after Sunday, seven to one win for the Avs. And now if we take a look at the exact series outcome for this game. You have the Avalanche four to nothing at three to one. The Avalanche went in five. We have plus 255. The Avalanche went in six plus 425. Notice I'm not saying any Golden Knights. Do you think that this was such a bad beating that people are overreacting? to the Golden Knights performance or do you think what do you think uh, where they're standing right now? Yeah, I don't necessarily think it's panic time. The Golden Knights did get burned like I did sitting out in the <laughs> sun for four hours at the Indy 500. That's why I look like a rare steak uh, to, on this desk okay, this afternoon. It'll turn to tan. But, ne- but never mind that. Uh, you look at, at Colorado and Vegas, it was kind of like the recipe, I think, in game one where you kind of saw this coming a little bit. VGK had a 3-1 lead. They were going to eventually wipe away the Minnesota wild. who have kind of been their kryptonite over the last couple years. Mm-hmm. And then they lose at home in game five. And then they have to go back to St. Paul in game six. They don't get it done. So they had to put a lot in and had a tougher series than was anticipated and had to go seven games. They had no energy. They yeah. had absolutely no energy for game one. And you had Colorado who essentially had a week off and they were lying in wait for the Vegas Golden Knights and got the win. Keep in mind, though, two points separated these teams in terms of the regular season. So this is a very even matchup on this eventual collision course that we now have. So you don't want to overreact when it was four to four in the regular season series. So at plus 360, maybe a small play there. I think the Avalanche are the better team. But this series, I think, is going to be a lot more competitive than we saw in the first game. We have a lot more NHL and NBA playoff action that we can discuss. I want to hear about Wes's vacation as well. All that and more coming up on My Guys in the Desert. (music) 
Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Daniel Alvari here in the VEASAN studio in for Matt Eumanns this week. You'll find him on Follow the Money in the Mornings. I also have Wes Reynolds on the desk with me and some great guests coming up. We'll have Johnny Avello in just a few short minutes, DraftKings Sportsbook Director. And later on this hour to talk NHL playoffs, we'll have senior and NHL writer from ESPN, Greg Wyshynski. So that coming up this hour. But first things first. NBA series odds have been updated since some games. Obviously, the 76ers. Actually, you know what? Before we dive in, West, I got to know about your vacation. How did it go? You went to the Indy 500, correct? I did. And uh, a great race, incident-free. Uh, nobody got sent to the hospital at Methodist <laughs> Hospital overnight. So that's always a good thing. Saw history being made. Elio Castro Neves now becomes part of the Indy 500 Mount Rushmore, if you will. Uh, Four-time winners, uh, there's only been three of them. A.J. Foyt, Rick Mears, and Al Unser Sr. Elio Castro-Neves joins that exclusive club, despite the fact that he is now in his late 40s and basically a part-time driver. Got kind of put into sports car racing when he was driving for Roger Penske, who now owns the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and also the IndyCar Series. But it was a great event. It was great to be around fans outdoors. They did cap it locally at 130 35,000, but I will say there was a lot more than 135,000. There was probably about 180, maybe a little bit less than 200,000, but great crowd, sunny day, not a cloud in the sky. My forehead and face can show you the evidence of that because uh, old boy didn't put on the sunscreen and didn't wear a hat, so that's the end result, but you know, it's fun seeing some of my extended family members and being able to go back to Indiana, but a nice weekend all around a great event. I can't wait till they can actually have full capacity next year. And I would recommend if you have never gone to the Indianapolis 500, go one time. It is a one-time event that you should definitely go to part of Memorial day weekend, a lot of the patriotism and obviously honoring not only our military, but our fallen heroes. Mm -hmm. And, and that's what it's all about. And it's just, it's a feel it's 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 really feel good entertainment it's it's a lot of fun I think you, people will be shocked at how massive that place is when you get to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway but Real, really just had a blast. It was good to get away from a few days, but glad to be back on the desk with you, Danielle. Thanks so much. Well, I didn't even know that he was a part-time driver, so that's uh, giving hope to you know Uber, Lyft, whatever you right, do on the side. Right, because now we have it's all possible. these young guys in this series that are in their 20s. It's like, okay, youth is going to be king here. The youth's going to go wild in this series, but experience still matters at Indianapolis, and Elio proved that. Yeah, I've found that I've also become a better driver with experience because it was a little scary at the start. Let's bring in somebody who has a lot more experience with sports betting than I do. Uh, Johnny Avello, DraftKings Sportsbook Director. Johnny, thanks so much for joining us on a Tuesday. Hey, Danielle. Uh, thanks for having me on, Wes. Good to see you. Good to see you, Johnny. All right, Johnny. So I have to assume for tonight, you're going to get the most money on Lakers and Suns. Where are you seeing most of the action come in? Uh, Lakers-Suns game only, or are you talking Knights also? Uh, both. Let's talk okay. about both. The uh, Laker game, although we've gone from four and a half to five, uh, most of the money is on the Lakers, and I expected that. Um, you know, it, there's a good chance they're not at full strength tonight, but they're getting five points, and the betters have bet them all year long in the future book. And so they figure taking a shot with him tonight and maybe LeBron can bring him home. 
Yeah, and uh, AD is downgraded to doubtful, not likely to go tonight. So this is all LeBron. I was uh, as I was driving back from the Speedway, I had the radio on, and they were talking about this game in the afternoon where Phoenix got the comeback win, and it was kind of like this is all on LeBron and asking what's wrong with the offense. And of course, LeBron gives the answers: we're just not making enough shots. I mean, that's the easy answer to give, but it's really the offense has had some problems for the Lakers. They've been a much more defensive-oriented team. The defense is been there even when LeBron and AD don't play but I got a feeling uh, you're going to see action on LeBron props and probably at least some of mine because he's going this is one of those games where he's going to have to just take over he can't be the get everybody involved be the quasi point guard and try to be the ball distributor he's going to have to go and he's going to have to go early and often yeah we you know we put up a uh, triple double on LeBron tonight um at uh, about three, a little over three and a half to one, and it's getting pounded pretty good. So they think he's going to do the. You're right, Wes. They're thinking he's going to do the job offensively, and uh, the Lakers are going to do the job of, as a team defensively. Yeah, that was actually one of the props I was going to bring to Wes later because I saw that at plus 340 and thought, man, LeBron with a triple-double. I know that I even saw people on Twitter already betting that away. Uh, speaking of another injury, though, I know we talked about AD. We were just talking about Joel Embiid going down in Game 4 last night. Obviously, Game 5 tomorrow for the Wizards and the 76ers. How has that injury impacted your futures market? Has it impacted it at all? Not really. Um, you know, we've taken quite a bit of money on the Sixers since the beginning of the year. They are not one of our bigger hazards, but, you know, the money did come in on them pretty good. Um, there, you know, it, it, one game, Danielle, is not going to make a difference in a future book. Uh, one one uh, season, one playoff year is. So, you know, the question is, will, you know, will he be back for not tonight, maybe not tomorrow night, but possibly uh, Friday night? Or, uh, you know, is he not going to play at all? I don't think that's the case. So you don't get drastic on the future changes. And uh, John one series, and this is going to go tomorrow. First game on the docket for Wednesday, Atlanta and New York, Atlanta up three to one Hawks got my money, at least preflop at minus one twenty. This just kind of looks like the Knicks. I mean, if you look at what they do throughout the entire season, Tom Thibodeau and his guys, and this goes back to his time with the Chicago bulls as well. They get a lot of wins on effort because they play harder than everybody else. But now you're in the playoffs and everybody plays hard. And Atlanta now with a three to one lead. Are you getting any takers though on the East Coast to take this big series price with the Knicks, or have they kind of written these guys off? I, you know, they they were betting them early at the 200 to one or so to win the NBA championship, taking a chance. And hey, they did have a very very good season. You know, 10 games over 500 as well. That's that's Atlanta had a very similar record. But, uh, you know, it's it's playoff experience West a lot of times. Now, in this, I can't say that a playoff experience is what's getting the Hawks there. But playoff experience will tell how far you go in the playoffs overall. The Knicks need some of that. And uh, they got a taste of it this year. Hopefully next year will be a, even a better season for the team. Looking at this board as well on the series prices, the Nuggets and the Blazers, kind of a coin flip in the series. So I'm curious where you're seeing money come in on this one. Uh, the the Clippers uh, was is a side that we've taken. Uh, you said you said two different series or just the Blazers uh, Nuggets? 
Well, Blazers either way, nuggets but is, yeah, the yeah. Nuggets and Blazers right. game. I mean, seem. I mean, the series price seems almost like a coin flip. I mean, slightly favored to the Blazers at minus 20, 129 here, but the Nuggets also at plus 105. So are you seeing equal action on both sides for that one? We're seeing a little high on the Nuggets. You know, we do have a sports book in Colorado, and uh, that, they, the group there likes to play their Nuggets. They like to play their Avs. So uh, we're, we're a little high on the Nuggets in that series. On the Clippers side, um, we are definitely high on the Clippers because that is another team that took some future book money. Uh, I, I think the Mavs might have one last game in them, possibly, but I don't. I don't know if they're going to get there with, you know, the Mavs play with one player. One player is not going to win you any. It's not going to win you any championships. It's going to win you very few series. Yeah, this has been a really a trader's paradise with the road team now winning all four games where you can get plus money. And that's what a lot of people like to do with these series prizes. And this series certainly has been conducive to doing so. But, John, uh, let's get to the NHL really quickly. And uh, let's talk about VGK and Colorado. We were talking about that in the open. VGK, very even with Colorado, 4-4 to on the season series. Colorado did get the President's Trophy in the number one seed here in this division. But very even, but not not so even in game one, and you could almost kind of see the Golden Knights were going to be running uphill here because they had to go game seven and then only had a day off in between, which was Saturday, and then had absolutely nothing for Colorado seven to one. From what you're seeing so far with the betters, those that are more on the Golden Knights side, are they panicking a little bit here now down one nothing with that lopsided result, or are they coming right back with them? They're taking a shot tonight with them. We opened this up rather high. Uh, you know, and now we're at 186 uh, abs. They're they're taking a they're taking a chance with the Knights tonight. Now, you know, Wes, you you mentioned they were four four during the season, but that last game was not a good game for the Knights. I mean, when you lose a game, you don't like to lose it that way. And the Knights aren't the healthiest team right now. Uh, tonight's the, tonight to me is the series. Uh, if the Knights can come back and win tonight's game. I'd give him a boost and give him a chance to win this. If they lose tonight and go down 2-0 to this team, it's going to be very difficult to come back. Johnny, if I can, I just want to go back to the NBA playoffs really quick and ask you about the handle, right? I know that you must get the most money when we get to the finals time, but how does it compare to what you're seeing in these first early rounds? How much bigger does it get when you get to the NBA finals? It's The, the handle's been great, but remember, the handle for us on the NBA it's been great for three years. I mean, it was it's our second best offering behind football. Basketball is just a big right for us. Uh, and as you expand to more states, as we have, the, the right just gets bigger. So uh, I'll never complain about the handle on the NBA. And this year, certainly the biggest we've ever had before. Uh, forget about the finals. The finals, uh, you know, may not overshadow what we've done so far up to wow. this point. John, back to the NHL for the game tonight that's going to go at 7.38 Eastern time will be the face-off between Tampa Bay and Carolina in the PNC Arena, a little bit over 16,000, so almost near capacity. And really, those crowds down south, you kind of saw it in the first round with Carolina-Nashville is very much a home team-oriented series. The crowds absolutely made a difference for these teams. But Tampa Bay up one nothing in the series. Looks like a little bit of support is coming. I'm seeing across the board on the under at five and a half and then Carolina looks like maybe a little bit of a trickle on the bounce back what do you make of this series and where are you seeing some money tonight well the defending champs you know uh 
win game one, the price goes from, you know, 60 cents to four bucks. And that's quite a move off of just a one one game win. But uh, that's just goes to show that being a defending champs and being as good as the Lightning are, uh, it's going to be tough for the Canes now to come back and win the series. Could they tonight's game? No, I, I think they're live tonight, Wes. Uh, you know, the, the Tampa Bay likes to uh, drag these series out usually six or seven games. So I'd, I'd give uh, Carolina Hurricanes a good shot tonight. John, uh, we are a couple weeks away from the U.S. Open. Had a nice event last weekend at the Charles Schwab Challenge, but probably the best field before we go to the U.S. Open here in a couple weeks at Torrey Pines is the Memorial Tournament. They are at Jack's Place, of course, Muirfield Village, and he has done some renovations, made this course a little bit longer, replaced some fairways, replaced some of the green surfaces, and we've got, I believe, 11 of the top 15 in the world golf rankings here at Columbus, Ohio this week. Who are you seeing action on and who do you like makes it really tough when you have this lineup of guys uh you know and they're all around the same price uh, you know start off around 11 and a half to one and uh you go to about 18 to one that's your top 10 guys so uh it's amazing how close of golfers these are and how these guys could win any week you know i'm looking you know rom won this tournament last year rom's been playing pretty good golf uh, I won't play him at 11 to one, but you know he's certainly a viable option. I like Cantlay a little bit. Wes had he's 17, 18 to one, and I like Fitzpatrick a little. He's another one I'm looking at at a much higher price than those guys at 30 to one. So, um, and I'm gonna look, I'm gonna go a little deeper and see if I can find somebody else because there are some really great prices on some of these guys, you know, from 15 to 25 or 30. Uh, so uh, I'm going to look a little deeper and see if I can find you know, something else out there that I might be missing. Johnny, thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us today, as always. And before you go, I have to ask, uh, for my own sake, uh, any consideration to doing some WNBA player props? Because I feel like that's a market I could actually win. <laughs> uh, thanks for the recommendation, Danielle. I will take that to the team. And uh, <laughs> You know, I usually act on someone's advice because if you're asking, others out there must be inquiring too, right? So, yeah, someone uh, somewhere. <laughs> we got to give the ladies the love, right? Absolutely. Well, thanks so much, Johnny, for joining us today. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Bye bye. I had to ask him, though, right? No, absolutely. You okay. got to find your edge where you can find it. So uh, you've been doing very well in the WNBA market. Yeah. Of course, there's a slate tonight, and we'll get to that in your best bets. I'm curious to see what you have because I haven't handicapped the card, so probably what I'm going to do is follow your recommendations and see if we can get some uh, winners on the ladies' hardwood this evening. Yeah, kind of three games that are going to be really, really tight because the spread on all three games is either one point or one and a half. So our, really, our, really and, and the only one, our poor, my poor Indiana. And a fever, one and seven, Man, 15 and a half though. point underdogs to Seattle tonight. They are one of the teams I hate betting against, though, because they are scrappy as heck. Uh, it was interesting that he said that that one game hasn't really affected any futures for them, but the Sixers, because I think that some betters really like to overreact to things like that. They do. And I, and I think also they adjust these series prices because that's what when you see moves on these you can't assume that they are moves predicated upon people actually betting them right sometimes it's a book saying okay we've got an opportunity to kind of hedge off a position if we're lopsided maybe on a certain team in terms of future liability so the one thing these series prices do is they give the bookmakers a chance to hedge off those positions how are you feeling about your 76ers to win the eastern conference bet because i also have that bet not 
at as good a number as you. Certainly not as well if Joel Embiid doesn't return, and the Milwaukee Bucks were even more impressive than I thought they were going to be a clean sweep over the Miami Heat. Yeah, I liked the Sixers to win this for sure, and now I'm not sure. Obviously, the Nets probably facing the Bucks, uh, so we'll see how it all shakes out. We have more to talk about NHL playoffs right here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Back here on My Guys in the Desert, I'm Danielle Avari here with Wes Reynolds. And we're already seeing some line movement a little bit. Wes, you mentioned that Joel Embiid is moved to doubtful. Uh, so we've seen some line movement on that Sixers game. Now uh, minus six, I believe, down from seven. Uh, so... We're seeing movement there. We also have Nets Celtics going on tonight. I want to make sure we have a chance to look at some player props for that game. When you think about this matchup, is there anybody that stands out for you to look at for a player prop tonight and for what reason? Well, and it looks like the Nets are going to go ahead and close out the Celtics. Of course, Jalen Brown has been out. Now you don't have Robert Williams and Kemba Walker in the lineup for the Boston Celtics. So they are going to be shorthanded. And that's why you're seeing a 13 point spread, some 12 and a halves also out there. But if I were looking at props, in this game, probably the guy I would look to target here because Boston's against elimination, so somebody's going to have to put up some kind of numbers and some kind of points. It might be Evan Fournier if you're looking at some of his props because if you get, when you have three players that are contributors that are going to be out of the lineup, somebody's going to get the shots up and somebody's going to have to log a minute, so you would think it would be Evan Fournier and would be looking maybe at a combination of props. You can obviously do them individually if you want to do the points props or the mm -hmm. rebounds props or the assist props, or you can do points, rebounds, slash assists. They can kind of combine them depending on your shop. I think he's going to get more minutes. Uh, the final 10 games of the regular season, Fournier, I think, uh, averaged 16 points, four rebounds, and about three and a half assists, went 31 and a half minutes a game. Mm -hmm. So you got to think now in the playoffs, he's been averaging 32 and a half. So wow. with Kemba being out, I got to think Fournier might be going 35 or 36 minutes tonight. And you could see him projections about 20 points, maybe wow. three rebounds, maybe three plus assists. So he would be the guy I would be looking to target. I don't think Boston is going to win this game. I have not obviously bet this from a side or total perspective, mm -hmm. but if I'm looking at a prop, I would certainly have to be on Fournier because w w when it's late and let's say this game gets out of hand, somebody's going to be shooting and shooting very quickly. Let's, let's say the nets get up double digits into the fourth quarter that obviously the possessions have to be increased and you're going to have the Celtics, I think going quicker in the shot clock so Fournier would be the guy I would target if you're looking to get involved in props in the Celtics Nets tonight well and his points prop as you mentioned 16 and a half right now on DraftKings minus 113 on both sides the over and the under so if he was averaging 16 in the regular season 32 in the playoffs then maybe a good look for the over there also in the points section Jason Tatum's points prop 33 and a half minus 117 so slightly juiced to the over people think he's going over 33 and a half points tonight what do you think that's high he certainly can do it and he's shown it so far this series but that's a big number I yeah. and I think you're paying a tax too yeah because it's an elimination game so you're gonna pay that extra tax with the star player all the time I mean you're certainly playing paying it with LeBron if you look at the Lakers Suns game five tonight so they're always going to do that uh, they can either raise the VIG or raise the totals on, on those particular props. But I think 33 and a half is probably too high. I'm not recommending the under, but that's not one I'm going to play tonight.
When you're handicapping any game with the Nets in it, do you stay away from the three major players because it's I, I, the, the numbers are just... Yeah, I kind of do. And we talked about that last week with, I think it was it was Joe Harris. Mm-hmm. And he went over his props. I was talking about, hey, I think the over on his three-point props, I think the over on his points props are going to be good. He hit that thing in the first quarter. And you're talking about a guy that statistically-wise and percentage-wise is the best three-point shooter in the NBA this season. So... That's why I do kind of stay away a little bit from Harden, Durant, or Irving because it could be all of them, it could be two of them, or it could be one of them that are getting all the numbers. So that's why when I'm doing Nets props, I kind of look a little bit more at Harris or I'd look a little bit more at Claxton or Mm -hmm. Jeff Green, maybe one of the reserves off the bench, or maybe playing some Blake Griffin unders, which I've done because he was playing a lot more in the first half than he was in the second half. So I really try to stay away from those big three because I think it's kind of like, you know, you're picking your poison almost where, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, who's going to be more of the distributor and take the secondary role? Who's going to be the primary score? You've got to predict, okay, who is the hot guy going to be? Because you're, of course, going to run ride the hot guy in that offense. So, yeah, usually I leave those guys alone. Coming up next in the next segment, we're going to get to talk to ESPN senior NHL writer Greg Wyshynski. Do you have any NHL futures yourself, Wes? Have you gotten involved at all in the NHL playoffs? I have a couple. I have the Bruins, which I bet a few weeks ago, and then I had the Montreal Canadiens, which all of a sudden has life. A lot of sharp guys in town. You bet on the Canadiens? I did before the season, and that did not look very good, but the Toronto Maple Leafs went Toronto Maple Leafs and found a way to lose that series. Yeah, we'll talk to Greg about that and more coming up on my guys in the desert. NHL and NBA playoffs are here and our experts are covering every angle to find betting edges. Beeson hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all of our NHL action and our senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel has all of the hoops insights. Our experts and the entire Beeson team give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on Beeson.com and our daily members only best bet emails. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10 day free trial at Beeson.com slash subscribe. We're back here on My Guys in the Desert. Danielle Avari with Wes Reynolds. And uh, this segment, we get to bring in an NHL senior writer, Greg Wyshynski. Greg, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. So let's start with last night's collapse, if you will. Uh, the Canadians upset the Maple Leafs in Game 7. The Leafs had a 3-1 to one lead in the series, but the Canadians came back to get the upset, and now Maple Leafs fans are just beside themselves. I mean, since 2013, the Leafs have lost seven straight games with the ability to clinch a playoff series. How long can this run possibly last for the Canadians? <laughs> well, I mean, I figured the NHL is going to be around for at least another 100 years. So, uh, you know, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's sad. And, and, and the, the crushing part about this is twofold. One, it's the great what if, because if John Tavares, their star center, doesn't get hurt in game one, that horrific collision with Corey Perry, you know, how does this series change? They won three games after that, but then 
really felt his absence, I, felt, I thought, in the last two games as they struggled to conjure up any kind of offense against Carey Price and the Canadiens. And, the, and then the second thing is, is the great postmortem of, like, how do they fix it? Because there are some fixes you could think of straight away, like, hey, get better, younger, faster supporting cast. And then there are some that are just a little bit harder to wrap your brain around, like, how do you get it so your top-line players that you're spending, you know, over $20 million a season on, Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews, do more than combine for one goal in a seven-game series? And, and that's not just, like, don't let Montreal dominate you defensively. That's more like, what is the, what is the mental mindset? What is the block? What is the thing that is happening that is making you make these little mistakes uh, during a seven-game series and not produce to uh, what your compensation indicates it should be? And Greg, moving forward now, we do have the All-Canadian Series in the North Division. It's the Jets against the Canadians. And been a minute since we've seen Winnipeg on the ice. May 24th, to be exact, uh, last Monday. So they're going to get the Canadians tomorrow night. It seems like the market doesn't know really what to do with this series. The Jets are a small favorite, of course, because they upset Connor McDavid and the Oilers. But they're not a very strong favorite. They're a very tepid favorite, I think, against the Montreal Canadiens. So what do you make of this series? Yeah, I was surprised to see they were only like minus 130 for the series, um, considering where they were in the standings versus Montreal, considering that Montreal's success in the previous round could easily be chalked up to the Maple Leafs losing their minds in the last three games of that series versus really anything that the, the Canadians were doing beyond what they normally do, which is just play solid defense and hope that their goalie, Carey Price, can be the best player on the ice. So I was a little bit surprised to see it at 1.30 for the Jets. I saw you can also get a uh, six-game Jets victory for plus uh, 4.50, which is where I'm landing on this series. I think the Jets are a better, deeper team than Montreal. I think that if you if they do manage to put their top line in check, uh, the line with uh, with uh, Mark Shifley and Blake Wheeler, um, then they have other scoring options in the lineup that I'm confident can come through in a way that the Maple Leafs didn't in that series. So uh, I like the Jets in this one. I do think it's going to be six. I think Montreal's got a little bit of heroism left in them. But at the end of the day, it's it's a goalie duel, uh, and it's an offensive team in, in Winnipeg that I think is, is just a bit better than what uh, Montreal is going to be able to conjure up offensively and uh, deep enough to overcome what they can do defensively. Greg, if we look at tonight's one matchup, we have Lightning at the Hurricanes. The Lightning lead the series 1-0. to zero. I know that you had Andre Vasilevsky on your all-star ballot as well. So how much of this game is purely a goalie handicap? Oh, man, it's going to be a fun one tonight, uh, and Vasilevsky is going to play a major role in it. Uh, the thing I'm looking at in this game, uh, and I'm going to speak on this on, the, on Daily Wager on ESPN2 a little bit uh, later in the day, is the shot totals for these teams. The Carolina Hurricanes are one of the best shot-generating teams on home ice uh, in the regular season, uh, I, I think, and that's definitely continued in the postseason. Uh, I had a player prop on Vasilevsky uh, recently, over 30-and-a-half saves uh, that hit, and I'm kind of sniffing around that again for this one, not only because of the shot generation for the Carolina Hurricanes on home ice, but also because this game – tightly played as it will be, kind of smells a little overtimey. And those save props for goalies, as soon as it hits the extra session, I mean, you're a winner on it anyway. So I'm, I'm looking at that as the possible in for this game because I don't necessarily trust the under on this one. 
um, even though traditionally the games between these two teams have hit the under. And I also don't necessarily trust the Carolina Hurricanes to win this game, even though I think I give them the slight edge in it. Yeah, you kind of wonder which is going to give here, Greg. 39% on the power play for the Lightning in the playoffs. That seems unsustainable, even though they have one of the most talented rosters in the league and a lot of really good skaters, but 86% on the PK for the Carolina Hurricanes. So depends on which is one going to give. I didn't know what to do with this personally, and I don't necessarily know what to do with VGK in Colorado. There's some people panicking now out here in Las Vegas, a new professional <laughs> sports market type of team. So after game one, even though that was a really bad spot coming off game seven and then having to go face uh, Colorado as well rested in a seven, one result. Where do you look at this series, Greg? It was pretty even throughout the season, but obviously a lopsided result. Now you're seeing the abs minus $5 VGK about plus three fifty on the take back. Do you think that this is going to be a series or is it now just Colorado is going to show up and be the better team throughout? Well, I think it could be a series because, you know, as they say, you haven't lost a series until you lose on home ice. And I do think that Vegas can bring that game, bring it back to, to Sin City and, and really, you know, find another level in front of that home crowd. Uh, I also kind of love what Pete DeBoer did, making Robin Lehner the sacrificial lamb in game one, getting him back on the ice for the first time in a few weeks to make sure that he's a little battle-tested in case they need him, but also knowing that they were just going to be a buzzsaw in game one with the uh, the Avalanche getting the rest that they had and, and obviously Vegas getting pushed to the brink by Minnesota. I want to believe they're going to be okay in this series, but there is a part of me that has watched a lot of the Avalanche so far in these playoffs and is just seeing a team that is levels above anybody else in these playoffs right now with the way they're playing offensively, the Nathan McKinnon line just taking over games, and also their puck possession defensively. I, I want to believe it's a series, but I also believe that Colorado could just be in another gear right now. Yeah, they seem like a train just impossible to stop at this point. Thank you to Greg Wyshynski for joining us so much today. Anytime, thanks for having me. Thanks, Greg. More coming up. Stick with us right here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Danielle Avari back with Wes Reynolds in the v studio from My Guys in the Desert. We have MLB going on, won the game, getting underway in just a few short minutes, just about 20 minutes, actually. White Sox and Indians on the mound for the White Sox. Dylan Cease and for the Indians, Shane Bieber. These two teams split a Memorial Day doubleheader yesterday. Who do you like here? Yeah, and we're seeing Dylan Cease's numbers have improved a little bit. The XFIP now down to four. It was higher during the season, but has been kind of coming along a little bit. And then, of course, Shane Bieber has been terrific all year. Justin gets his peaches down in Georgia, but Shane Bieber gets his strikeouts pretty much everywhere. The oh. strikeout rate, 13 and two-thirds strikeout rate uh, so far this season. So Shane Bieber obviously still striking out a lot of guys. I think he's got maybe even some positive regression coming his way. Three 313 on the ERA, but only 258 on the XFIP. 333 batting average balls in play. So Bieber's actually, despite the fact that he has very good numbers, has been a little bit unlucky this season. Uh, if you really want to look, the numbers probably should be better. Really, the problem for on the Bieber side is that the Indians have struggled hitting against right-handed pitching pretty much all season long and against guys that throw fastballs, which Dylan Cease throws uh, very early and very often. So Bieber has faced the White Sox twice this season. First start, it was a shutout complete game. And then the second time only went six innings and gave up just three runs. But this seems like a big price here just because the Indians, I don't know how they're going to be able to hit. They're really kind of a weak hitting lineup, a small lean here to the Indians, but getting close to about 160 now in the market. That's a little rich, even with the ace on the hill and Shane Bieber. So likely going to leave this one alone. What do you think about a no run in the first inning play for me? 
Uh, well, with Shane Bieber, you certainly got a chance at that. And I think also with uh, the Indians not being able to hit right-handed pitching, I actually don't think that that's a bad play, Danielle. Yeah, our, our producer, Ben Wilson's letting me know it's highly juiced. And, you know, I'm not afraid of that. I usually just double down in some units. Worked well for me yesterday. Uh, now that we've reached June 1st, let's take a look at the AL and NL MVP odds as well. In the AL MVP odds, Shohei Otani, the favorite here, plus 120. This on DraftKings, Vlad Guerrero Jr., 3-1. to one. He was 650 last week, plus 650. So huge jump there. And then Xander Bogart's 15-1. to one. Mike Trout still on there, 17-1. to one and Byron Buxton at 20 to 1 for AL MVP. Well, I definitely don't like Buxton despite the fact I like his numbers because he is with an absolutely horrible team in the Minnesota <laughs> Twins and you don't necessarily as Mike Trout has proven over the years, you don't necessarily have to be with a great team to win the MVP, but you have to have somewhat of a pulse in the Minnesota Twins at 22 and 31 although they have been getting a little bit better in their 7 and 3 over their last 10. They've got a lot of catching up to do really in that central division. So, Otani, I think probably the rightful favorite Xander Bogarts if the Red Sox can keep staying in this race which a lot of people didn't think that they were going to they're just two back 32 and 21 right now Bogarts is going to start to get some support because usually MVP odds are biased towards teams that are winning so Xander Bogarts' team the Boston Red Sox are winning so I could certainly see you know, Bogart's getting some support, but Otani, I think if, if they can kind of keep the angels afloat and right now they're six games under 524 and 30, but if they can be kind of close to 500 until trout gets back. And if Otani, I think continues to put up really good numbers, not only at the plate, but also on the mound. And I, I, you know, I was kind of talking about that before the season with JVT. I was like, okay, what is he going to have to do to really make him a bonafide MVP candidate to add to his case in terms of pitching? We were saying, you know, ERA maybe in the high threes, a little bit below four. If he's got about a 500 record in terms of his starts, if he's going, you know, six innings and giving you quality starts really throughout, then that's certainly going to help him. So that's why you see these odds cut to plus 120 and, uh, and then on the NL side, Ronald Acuna at plus 280. He's really the only guy that's really been hitting consistently for the Braves this season. So that begs the question, okay, when is Freddie Freeman and when are these other guys going to go ahead and come along and give him some support at the plate? Because Acuna, and that's a guy I think Matt liked a little bit. I don't know if he bet it. I don't know if Matt Humans bet that before the season, but I know that mm-hmm. he did like Ronald Acuna Jr. So he's going to eventually have to need some support, I think, for the Braves to kind of get back in. They're just a game under 500. Obviously, only 51 games have been played. Bryce Harper was off to a hot start, and then he got hurt. So his numbers have taken a little bit of a dive. Tatis is the big mover. I think it was about uh, 15 to two last week. And now you're seeing three to one on the board. And, and I think people are seeing that he's an exciting player. And I think fans and betters alike and media that cover baseball want to see a guy with some flash and some panache and some flair. And Fernando Tatis Jr. Certainly has that. Absolutely. Is there any players either in the AL or the NL that you would already rule out? Like for those of us who are Mike Trout fans, he's, pretty much I don't know if I'd rule him out I I I wouldn't be buying anymore Mm -hmm. but I'd be holding all tickets with Mike Trout I don't know if I would necessarily push that to the side as of yet Uh, looking at the NL odds uh, if they can keep those up uh, Cody Bellinger has drifted up obviously because he has been 
out of the lineup uh, for a while. I'm waiting to see if some of these guys like Freddie Freeman can finally start to hit. Maybe he'll heat up a little bit in the summer. He is at 20 to one. Of course, he's got Acuna on his own team, plus 280, 14 to five. So those would be the guys I would be looking at. Uh, some of these guys where you're seeing these low prices, though, are not on very good teams uh, like like Juan Soto, mm-hmm. 16 to one for the Washington Nationals. They're eight games under 500. Nick Castellanos putting up great numbers in Cincinnati, but Cincinnati's not putting up up a lot of great numbers in terms of winning games. They are four games under 500 at 24 and 28. So the pricing I think is going to change over the time. If I was looking for a value spot in the NL, maybe take a shot with Freddie Freeman at 20 to one, but that'd probably be the only one I'd get involved with. So nothing super exciting for someone wants to get in right at this exact moment. Not for me. Yeah. We have other games going on. Obviously today we have Rays and Yankees. What do you make of this Rays team so far? It's it's hard to not want to bet a money line on them tonight, the way that they've been playing. Yeah, they've been very good. And they of course have their uh, Cy Young candidate, Tyler Glass now mm-hmm. is going to take the bump against Domingo Herman. Both of these guys have had pretty good numbers this season. They both had some, I think some luck go their way in terms of, uh, and when I talk about luck, one of the things that kind of measures that a little bit, even though it's more of an indirect correlation, is that batting average balls in play or BABIP or B-A-B-I-P, however you want to shorten it. There's so many of these (laughs) uh, analytical abbreviations here in baseball, but uh, I go ahead and call it BABIP. Uh, Tyler Glass now 4-2 on the season, 257 on the ERA, just a little bit higher in the XFIP at 272. He's striking out 12.5 per nine innings, and he's also going deep into games, which I think is important for Tampa because Tampa was kind of the first team a few years ago with Kevin Cash to employ this opener strategy where every few few days that they'll have an opener go like one and two thirds and it'll basically be a bullpen game. But Glasnow going six and a third per start. Uh, the typical starting pitcher, of course, a quality start is five innings. So being able to get that deep into the rotation is very good for this Tampa team. And then you look at Herman. He's been very solid. The ERA slightly over three, XFIP slightly over four. The one thing, though, with the Yankees is they don't really hit right-handed pitching very well. Mm. And that's who they are going to face with, with, with uh, Tyler Glass now. The Yankees, you're just kind of waiting for them to score a little bit more runs, and they really have not been doing it, even though they have a very strong lineup. So I have not yet gotten involved in this game. I was kind of uh, perhaps maybe sponsoring a play on the under. I couldn't really get there on a side because I don't want to really fade either of these two pitchers. But Mm -hmm. total right now, 7.5, juice the over, about minus 120 is pretty much what I'm seeing across the board. Small lean that way, but no bet for me. I know you looked at some other MLB games today. What action do you already have? Yeah, I did look at a couple, and uh, a couple that I did play. One has already moved, and we're now seeing it like 115 to 120. I would maybe lay it for a little bit smaller because of the line move, but I do like the Cubs over the Padres tonight. I really think you're going to get a little regression out of Ryan Weathers, and he's only been going into like fourth inning for starts. He's a good young left-handed prospect for San Diego, but you look at the ERA 121, but you go to that XFIP, which I think is more of an indicator, 466. Also, the batting average balls in play, 180. So he's been getting a lot of fortunate luck, I think, on that side, whereas Hendricks maybe has not. So I think the market has really noticed that now, and now these secrets, I guess, out on uh, the weather's regression that we think is going to be coming. So I did bet the Cubs today. 
I also bet the Baltimore Orioles at plus one and a half. This is kind of more of a play against the luck that Michael Pineda has had. 213 on batting average balls in play, which is very, very lucky because the league average usually is around three. Mm -hmm. And to be down at 213, I I think is a lot. So the Orioles, look, I know 17 and 37, you kind of got to hold your nose, but go where the stink is, so to speak. And I went ahead and took the run line plus one and a half on the Baltimore Orioles. Also uh, looking maybe to play the Dodgers, but that line has moved. So now you're probably going to have to play the run line or lay some heavy big minus one. John Gann, I think, is going to regress. He's We've been waiting for it all season, though, for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's at 181 on the ERA, but 504 on the XFIP. That is virtually unsustainable as he's trying to keep that spot in the back of the St. Louis rotation. David Price, we'll see how much longer he is going to go. Of course, he started out in the bullpen, but he's had a couple starts. Has only gone basically a few innings in each start, so we'll see if Dave Roberts extends him a little bit. But Dodgers a very popular play today, and I definitely agree with the move. Although it is 30 cents, you're now going to have to lay $2 on the money line. And I'm usually not a guy that likes to lay run line minus one and a half, but this might be one where I would sponsor it because I think John Gantz due for some big-time regression. We did talk about that a little bit yesterday with the Dodgers. The money line is usually just so out of control that you might have to look at more of a run line. For yeah, them. but you never get a bargain with these guys. That's the thing. It's like you want to fade John Gant, but oh, by the way, he's playing the Dodgers. It's like, why couldn't he be playing like more of a middling team right now? But still, I think the run line is a very popular play, and I can't disagree with it. We also have the Angels and the Giants going on in Los Angeles, or excuse me, actually in the Bay Area tonight. So something we can also touch on a little bit later on. We have more NBA and NHL playoff talk to get to in the next hour. It's going to be me and Wes. You don't want to miss it right here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.